My name is Lachlan Murphy and the Managing Director and the owner of Toyota Sandyford. Uh, we're based here in Heather Road in Sandyford. We're a uh, main Toyota franchise car dealers. We, we uh, operate sales, uh, after sales, which is our service department, and some Toyota daily rentals from our site here in Heather Road. Welcome to Chamber Chats, the new podcast from the Dunleary Ratdown Chamber. In this podcast, we chat to members of the Chamber about their business and the impact that they have on the Dunleary Ratdown region. We chat about the positives and negatives of running a business in the current climate and the support that we receive from being members of the Dunleary Ratdown community. As always, I'm your host, Rob Fitzhugh, and in this episode, we catch up with Lockie Murphy from Toyota Sandyford. We chat about the impact the pandemic has had on car sales, both positive and negative, and the future move to hybrids and electric. I have been uh, in this business, I suppose, now for the best part of uh, 30 years. Uh, our original company was Carol and Kinsella. We were Carol and Kinsella Churchtown. Uh, and I was I started working there many, many years ago and um, became uh, a director and managing director. And then my partner there was, was Fonzie Carroll, who I worked with over the years and learned an awful lot from over the years and working with him. And then 2000 and uh, the end of 2016, when Fonzie was retiring, we met the break and we moved up here to Sandyford. And that was at the end of 2016, yeah? We we, yeah, we moved in. Uh, we moved in on Christmas week, uh, 2016. So a bit of a baptism of fire moving in here, but we got there. Great support with great support of, of, of all the people that work with me here. Uh, and indeed, great support from our from our customer base, both uh, previously from from Churchtown and all the new ones we've gained since we moved up here. Excellent. As a, as a man who's native to Churchtown myself, I know Carolyn Kinsa very well. Uh, in 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 terms of 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 starting out in 2016, what kind of challenges did you face? What kind of? Well, I suppose the, big, the biggest challenge of all for us, Rob, was you know, were we going to be able to? Who I I suppose, for want of a better term, move all our customers, you know, our very loyal customer base from Churchtown up here? Were we going to be able to? You know, get people to to, you know, in many in many senses, make the make the journey from Churchtown up here. It seemed like when you're in Churchtown, as you know, Sandyford seems like a million miles away, but it's but it's anything anything but. And uh, we had to try and facilitate our customers in any way we could by collecting and delivering. And just you know, once in general, once people found their way up here the first time, you know, it was after that we were you know people. People found it easier and easier to come up here, and it, it was less of a struggle, I suppose, to convince them. Look, we're only up the way, you know. Yeah, and it's funny because I, my memory—I know it's—it's it's probably changed a lot now, and you can you can agree or disagree. But I—I I, I remember uh, you would you tendency to go back and buy cars from the same people. You 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 yeah. would, if you always bought your car in Churchtown, you'd always buy your car in Churchtown. And I think that's changed a little bit over time. But try, my dad used to buy. Um, God, he was a religious Opel Vectra man, and he would buy the same Vectra newer model from the same place year on year out, um, and 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 there was no change. And I'd imagine that's changed a little bit over the years, or or do you find that people are still going back to the same place over and over and over again? Uh, we we're we're lucky enough here. We, we, we in fact we've been extremely lucky over the years. We have you know a very loyal. We have a very very loyal customer base. Um, I suppose it was helped a little bit by us. Our service department was had been originally here. Had been originally here uh, since two thousand and uh, since two thousand and five. We'd moved our service department up here because Churchtown wasn't big enough to cater for both sales and service. So a lot of our customers who were, who were getting their car service with us 
um, knew, you know, had been used to making the the the, the journey to, to Sandyford. And I, I think that probably, you know, putting everything under one roof probably put us in a better position that, you know, it's, it's when you're coming to a one-stop shop, I suppose for want of a better term, just makes it a bit easier for, easier for people. People, you know, people are very loyal to, to the, to the brand, to the Toyota brand. If you look at any of the surveys, the, the loyalty factor with, with Toyota customers is very, very high. Um, and I suppose that, you know, that in itself is a huge help to our business, our business. And I suppose the other thing, I suppose that's really, because we live in a different world now and we, we you know, we're all trying to make the world greener. The fact that, that, you know, Toyota are the biggest innovators in, in, in hybrid cars and, and have been for, you know, the original pioneers and have been for a long time. I mean, that's, again, that's what's, that's a huge uh, draw factor for a lot of our customers here. Yeah. And I was, I mean, I used to have a Corolla for years, so I was a mad uh, uh, Toyota head for a long time. Um, but that, that, that was actually an interesting question I had for you because, um, I, I'd known from uh, from reading some stuff recently uh, in and around the, the 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 with with Toyota pushing for for kind of the hybrid and stuff like that. How have you found, um, especially with I suppose pandemic? I, I, before I get to that, let me just ask a quick question: What happened with the for you? What was the effect of pandemic on 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 car sales? Did you really feel it, or was it a lull, or do you see yourself? Do you see more people kind of picking up now that it's starting to loose restrictions? No, it, it it was a very very difficult time. I think for for all industry and everybody in business, and and, and you no know, more so than ourselves. You know, uh, we got basically. You know, I got a call uh, in March on the on a Friday in March, and 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 from a pal of mine to say, look, I think that you know we're going to be clo- that you're you're going to be closed, and and we're all going to be closing down uh, for Monday uh, due to this pandemic, and we we. Um, we were closed then effectively from the, I think it was the 27th of March until the 18th of May. Uh, in the interim, we were allowed emergency servicing, uh, which we did because we supplied uh, a service to some HSC workers and, and people like that. And we tried to facilitate some of them by supplying them cars. We gave them cars and things like that just to just to do our bit and try and help while while all that was going on. But it was, it was a big struggle. It was a struggle for people, you know, that work with me, people who were, you know, worried about their jobs, what was going to happen. And I mean, we probably initially thought it was going to be, you know, a week or two weeks and all of a sudden the weeks seemed to go by. And when we, you know, when we got a word that we could reopen uh, on the 18th of May, I think it was the 18th of May last year, shortly after that. I mean, we, we all, we all certainly uh, did breathe a, a sigh of relief. But then I think, you know, coming towards the end of the year, when we seen the numbers rising again and we were forced into another lockdown, it, it you know, it did have an effect, uh, uh, like not just I think uh, on on our business, but on people's mental health and you know people's, you know people's perspective on on what was going to happen. You know, and I think that that uh, that ran on for us, as you know, because we did another we did another lockdown from the twenty fourth of December, which meant the early part of the year, which is generally you know January February that time of the year, which is our Christmas in this business, uh, was 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 hugely affected uh, by the lockdown and closing. You know. And that, I, I would imagine also cars are quite uh, quite uh, big purchases for people. So I'd, I'd say people were kind of trying to weigh up, do I need the car this year? Will I wait? What's going to happen? 
uncertainty yeah. breeds caution. So people were sitting on their money and waiting to see what, what happens. I mean, I know well, my, my dad bought a new car at the start of the pandemic and he couldn't go anywhere for a month. Just sat in the driveway. He could drive to the shop and that was a bit it. Yeah. Now he never stops coming down to me because he, I live miles away and he just an excuse to drive his car. <laughs> the good thing, yeah. The, 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 well, I mean, there's 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 good there's good and bad with everything. I suppose the good thing about that really was, from from our point of view, um, we had a lot of cars that were pre-ordered before Christmas, so we were we were given the luxury we were allowed to 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 stay open to deliver to deliver them as well as having our our service department and parts department was open here on site. So at least you know we could keep some aspect of the business going. Now, you know. Car sales have been buoyant. I have to be honest, and have been very good. And and when you when you look at the figures, they've been considering we live in a pandemic. They've been they've been relatively good this year. And and uh, I think you know that we're optimistic for for the two one two registration period. Our our, our pre orders our pre orders are very good, but there's a huge huge scarcity of second hand cars in the market. And and you know most of the second hand cars that are going to come into the market, you know certainly. Uh, homegrown Irish ones anyway over the next period of time will have I think far less mileage than historically because people couldn't go anywhere in them you know so, yeah. and so that's, there'll, be, there'll be plenty of good low mileage cars that yeah. to be to be had once we start once we start taking them in but as I said second hand cars are at a premium at the moment because they're just they're just not out there they're scarce you know yeah I'd imagine and then obviously I I, I don't know too much about the second hand car market but I'd, I'd imagine that 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 people go and abroad to the UK to buy cars and bring them back I'd say that's been knocked on the head a little bit so yeah. now you've got a surplus of demand and a minimum supply um which is 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 good or bad and you said you you had mentioned there that you did a you guys operate a car rental service out of that as well, well we, it's it's a Toyota it's a Toyota um it's a Toyota system to use it's just a daily rental basically you know we we operated in the sense that if somebody needs a car for a day or a couple of days or something like that they can come here uh, take one from us, take one from us on site. Maybe if their car, if they've been in an accident or their car is oh, off okay. the road or, or things like that, you know. Um, and we're finding that some people are actually, we're finding that some people are actually availing of it. And it's allowing them, I suppose, for want of a better term, they're availing of it and they're trying different cars. And it's, it's, it's in, in some ways, it's like allowing them to test drive a car for, mm. for a little bit longer than just a test drive. And it's, 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 uh, we've been quite lucky because it's meant we've sold some. It's meant we've sold, you know, uh, a number of new cars from it, which is, you know, which is which is great. Yeah, it's it's a great add-on, and, and and like we, at present, the you know new car deals, there, there, you know, there, there are very good new car offers out there at the moment, both on PCP and different options, and 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 you know, depending on the nature of the customer, you know, uh, despite some of the bad press it gets, PCP is a very good product, and it's a very good way of 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 a. Uh, purchasing a car um, once it, it's once it's sold to the customer in the correct manner and once the customer knows exactly how how a PCP works. Mm-hmm. And that's it's it's because it, I, I, you're talking about the used car market, you're talking new car market. And I would imagine, have you seen, I know from the stats and the statistics, this because there's a, I suppose now where before you wouldn't have thought it now, and maybe it's just me, you would think that with certain cars, secondhand cars, there's a shelf life given, you know, the, the that diesel will eventually be gone and, and there's a real push for EVs. And have you seen that reflected in, in because uh, as you mentioned, Toyota, we're, we're kind of um, ahead of the pack in terms of that. And have you seen that reflected in in, in, in people buying or yeah. that, you know, steering toward? It seems to be coming gradually more accepted. I know my parents will still argue, ah, oh, sure, there's nowhere to charge your car. And I was like, well... 
it's actually a lot of place to charge your car if you're looking for it. But I know there's there's that that mentality. I think is is slowly getting pushed to the side. Have you seen an increase in 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 those kind of purchases? Well, certainly from our certainly from our point of view, uh, we like you know the largest you know of, of a passenger passenger car passenger car wise uh, uh, now, with the exception of of the Yaris and the Igo, all our passenger passenger cars are are hybrid. So probably, I don't know. I would imagine that that you're looking at probably 80 percent plus of our car sales now are all are all hybrid. The slight difficulty, you know, I see with EVs even still going forward is probably, you know, one of two is probably you know two or three things really. You know, there are, there is, there are still a lack and a shortage of charging points uh, and, and, and charging points in, in various and and the difficulty with maybe a charging point in some filling stations or places like that is the, is the period of time it takes. Now, that's obviously going to change as time goes on. Um, and the other the other problem uh, that I found with customers who've bought them and we've traded them back in from them and they've moved from electric cars, they've moved from an electric car back to a hybrid. Range anxiety can be, range anxiety can be a difficulty. And, yeah. and now, again, in time, in time as, as, you know, electric cars develop more, and and they go from one generation to the next. That of course will become less of a problem, but it's certainly still a problem for somebody you know who's who's doing mileage and and you know doesn't have to you know isn't in a position that if to take the chance on on you know on on, on the literally their car running out of power, you know. So that that's an issue. Yeah, because it's funny because I know I, I I know up north that people had re, had been trading electrics back for 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 hybrids or or diesel simply because they didn't have the infrastructure in place, and that's what I was curious about. I was curious is 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 the infrastructure not in place, or is there a perception to customers that the infrastructure is not in place? I think I think there's a there's a bit of both, but certainly the infrastructure is is still limited. Like I mean, you know, the charging points and things like that. Now you have the option, of course, of of, of you know. A charging point at home and all of that but i mean when you weigh when you weigh it up i suppose you have to look at the you really do have to look at at, at, at you know at the practicality of, of somebody arrives home on a wet evening and and they want to take some stuff from the car whether it's shopping or stuff like that and maneuver their car into a driveway you know not everyone's driveway is that big maneuver their car into a driveway try and get it in to get to a charging point to charge their car it's raining. You want to take your stuff in out of the car. So by the time you get the stuff in out of the car, and it's raining, you know, plugging it in it doesn't become as much of a priority. And you you might want to wait a little bit later to plug it in. It rains all evening, and before you know it, you're in bed. Next morning, you get up, and your car your car hasn't been charged. Yeah. That's that's a difficulty. Whereas you know, as I say, you know, and I suppose I'm advocating our product, but with well, hybrid. But, you don't but, have that problem. Yeah, and that but it do, the hybrid model makes it also as a stepping stone, the hybrid model makes perfect yes. sense because it's because you know it's one foot on each on each little island. Do you know what I mean? And without, sooner or later without, you're without, without Robert not cutting across you, but with regard to driving, you know, city driving and driving in town. I mean, you're 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 driving in some cases, you know, you're doing 70% of your driving, uh, you know, on 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 uh, plus on in the hybrid mode, which is Absolutely. No. So you're, you're, I know that's my dad bought a hybrid car and he's gradually getting himself forward. But yeah, he never has to put petrol in the car at all, really, because he's only driving around Churchtown. So he's not going far. So, so I mean, it's, 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 it's things. So, so I, I, as a, as a, as a, you, but do you feel collectively that people are now looking at, at, at hybrids and saying, do you know what? I won't get that diesel or I won't get that petrol and I'll, I'll, I'll at least take that step forward. And hopefully by the time, 
they take diesels off the road for whatever, whenever year that is, um, it'll be the infrastructure will be in place and cars will be able to charge faster. And I know they're building a lot of new houses and they're including these things yeah. in them and uh, to kind of future proof themselves. Um, but uh, it's, I suppose it's, it's, I'm, people have been talking about it for a long time. So I, I'd imagine there is a, 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 at least a step forward towards kind of switching over. Um, yeah. When, yeah. So without, a, without a shadow of a doubt. And, and uh, I mean, hybrid is the stepping stone and it's, you know, there's no question. It's the best alternative that's out there at the moment. Uh, you know, it's purely and simply because, as I said to you, you know, depending on your driving, but you're driving a large, you know, in some cases you're driving over 70% of the time and you're in hybrid mode. So it's it's very good for the environment. You don't have the range anxiety. You don't have, they're self-charging. And we're finding an awful lot of our customers, yeah, and an awful lot of new customers are coming into us and they're basically trading in diesel cars. Mm. Uh, they're basically trading in diesel cars uh, to, to, you know, to move into hybrid because they want to, they want to make the change. And people, people are far more conscious of it now. And you know, even, you know, even children in school now, we find customers, you know, are telling us their children are coming home from school and asking, "Well, is our car a hybrid?" Or <laughs> yeah. you know, because, yeah. and, and, and and they can be, you know, children can be children can be influencers, and they could be, a, go, no. they can be a good barometer for what the, what's going on outside as well. Yeah. Do you do you actually just as a curiosity, if somebody, if I like say I said to you, oh, geez, you know, I'm really going to buy another diesel. Would you say that there's still a term life for that, or would you say now is the time to be thinking about? I'd the, say probably, I, I, I'd say, you know, the term life is getting shorter and shorter. Mm. Um, you know, there, there's, there's, you know, there, there, there are reasons to justify everything. And, and I, you know, for some people, people can probably, there are reasons why people can justify that. But, but I mean, you know, fuel efficiency wise, fuel, certainly, you know, within our range of cars, the fuel efficiency of, of our hybrid cars, uh, you know, is, is, is right up there with the fuel efficiency of diesel cars. But and in saying that, but it, you know, it's not damaging the environment the way that we're told that diesel cars are, and mm. and you know, all of, all of these, uh, all of these, all of these uh, cars they're not that are not as uh, green for want of a better, better term. So I I see people making the move now. I see a lot of people making the move now. I see companies starting to make the move, which which you know is is a big thing because companies now want to be seen that they're you know yeah, that green. their drivers are reps and their drivers are are, are are doing their bit and they're driving so so that's a that's a big we have a couple of of, of big companies we, we we deal with up here and and you know they've they've made the move yeah for, for me it'd be resale value from it'd be less mm-hmm. an environment for me it'd be like if i buy a diesel tomorrow how much money will i get for said diesel when i try to get rid of it in two three years or whatever do you know what i mean that would be my main concern that would give me the anxiety of it am, am i am i is it going to be half the value it's worth or but um just to, well, there's one other thing i want to did, did you guys operate a click and collect service during um during yeah. uh, did i'm very curious about that just briefly because i how did you was i'm assuming that was quite a positive in terms of 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 how that operates, it's just because buying a car is such a large purchase, and mm-hmm. the idea for me of clicking and collecting a car always seems um, one of, like one of these things that that I'd be like, no, I need to go, I need to sit now, I need to do all this sort of stuff. And and how did you find the click and collect and the adoption of that? Excuse me. Well, oddly enough, uh, Robert, it, it worked quite well for us, <clears throat> and I suppose there was an element of fear with the click and collect for a lot of people that you know somebody had had decided to buy a car especially with a second-hand car and then as soon as they came to collect and said oh no this is not what i bought this is not what i want whatever we were very lucky that didn't happen to us not even in one instance did it happen 
Um, we've a we, we, you know we've a strong online presence. Uh, we try to feature you know all our all, we try to feature all our used cars online, and we try to give as much detail with them as possible. You know, we try to photograph them in, in, in as much as we can. We try we 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 present videos online and things like that, so people can actually view the virtually view the car as 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 well as they possibly can. You know, uh, with regard to with regard to, to to our new car sales, we we you know we a virtual uh, new car showroom that people people could go in and look at her and look at her car and 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 see, you know, uh, they could spec it and see what they wanted to do with it. So that that certainly worked very well. But there, what I will say is, you know, your car is probably your, your second biggest purchase in your life after your after your after your home. If you're if you're lucky enough to be able to buy one, especially in this climate, but. Um, People still like the idea and people still want to come in and view the car, whether it be new or secondhand, you know, they want to open the door of the car. They want to, you know, they want to sit into it. You know, we like we spend uh, large parts of, our, parts of our, our, our days here now with people sanitizing cars, sanitizing cars, sanitizing cars. But that's what we have to do. People want to, you know, people want to see see the car in the, in the flesh. And I I'm not sure that's going to change Certainly, from a, a you know, from our point of view, I'm not sure that's going to change uh, for a long, long time, Robert. Well, that was our chat with Lockie. If you want to find out more about Lockie, head over to Toyota Sandyford at www.toyotasandyford.ie. You are listening to Chamber Chats podcast from the Dunleary Ratdown Chamber. As always, I'm your host, Rob Fitzhugh from FilmSmart Pro, the Dunleary Ratdown Chamber, supporting business in the region for more than 70 years. Mm-hmm.